Before we hop into today's episode, if you follow me on Facebook, you know I truly enjoy doing highlights and reviews for Black women entrepreneurs. So I wanted to try it on the podcast today. Today, I want to highlight Dr. Jasmine Killebrew. She has a new book release entitled, There's a Girl Headed to the White House. There's a Girl Headed to the White House is an illustrative, creative piece that paints the picture of a woman headed to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. This woman speaks to her former self and encourages the little girl and all of us to think with our minds, serve with our hearts, work with our hands, and believe in our wildest dreams. The future is filled with girl power. When one girl wins, we all win. You can grab a copy of There's a Girl Headed to the White House on Amazon.com, Walmart.com, and BarnesandNoble.com. You can also follow the author, Dr. Jasmine Killebrew, on Instagram at I am Dr. Jazz, and that's Jazz with three Zs. So grab your copy, let us know what you think, and remember to share it with any little girl in your life because the bigger we dream, the more we can do. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Unapologetic Mom Podcast. It's me, your girl, Coach Giovanna. Today we have a very special guest on the show, Ms. Rosalind Goodwin. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to have you. Rosalind is a mom. She's an inventor. She's a founder. She's definitely going to tell you exactly what she does in a few minutes. But I just wanted to let you know that we have an amazing mom on the show today. So before I get started into all the goodness, I ask all my moms this question before we get real heavy into our conversation. Um, how are you managing raising kids and running a business and taking care of yourself and still maintaining your sanity? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, just taking it one day at a time. And I don't think we take it that long. We do it minute by minute. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think that's, that is how we manage. I definitely agree. Um, so, Rosalind, can you tell the listeners exactly what you invented and what you're the founder of? Because I think that is something we want to know. Absolutely. Um, so thanks so much for having me on. I am the co-founder of Confidence with my then seven-year-old daughter, Gabby Goodwin. We invented Gabby Bows. We invented the first and patented double-faced, double-snap hair barrette. Uh, to solve that age-old problem of disappearing hair barrettes. Uh, we invented that product about six years ago. We launched the business when Gabby was seven. Uh, Gabby's now 13. And uh, we've extended the brain beyond the barrettes. We have a girl's natural hair product line. Uh, there's a children's book that's been written about Gabby's story. And we have other complementary products that help to remove stress from the styling process. So moms, dads, and girls can cherish this precious time together because I know if any of you are like me, when you look back on your hair time or your wash days when you were younger, you remember getting popped in the head with a comb or <laughs> burned with a hot iron or straightening comb. It was very dramatic. Uh, and we want to change the narrative because we spend so much time styling our daughter's hair. We want them to look back on it as valuable, cherished, precious time that they were able to enjoy bonding with their parents. Uh, so we remove the stress out of it so it can be enjoyable and precious time 
through our hair styling solutions. Oh my goodness, I absolutely love that. Okay, um, I've definitely heard of Gabby Bose. So I did not know that you guys had an entire like product line though. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's less than a year old, but you know, we've been serving moms for six years with our hair barrettes. And we noticed that there were just some gaps in the market as far as having a dedicated product line for girls' natural hair. Uh, so there are a lot of big brands that have big hair product lines and they may have a couple of products to the side for girls. But we just said, no, girls need their own line. It's all plant-based. And, you know, they're fo focused on the things we kept hearing moms having problems with, you know, detangling and having a tender-headed girl, you know, so we've got a milk uh, that we have moms that call it magic because it reduces tears and detangling time in half. And, oh, yes. You know, we've got a, a, we created a pomade because we realized that people were still using grease. Now, I know we grew up on grease and I right. on nobody's <laughs> toes, but, you know, grease has some ingredients and chemicals in there that actually suffocate the scalp. Yeah. You know, it's got some ingredients that we should not be putting on our hair. Uh, mineral oil and petroleum jelly, like that's not for our hair. That's not for our scalp. So we created a plant-based alternative to that. And now scalp pomade is light. The main ingredient is castor oil, serves the same purpose as far as adding shine and moisturizing the scalp, but it does not harm the hair and doesn't suffocate the scalp. And then of course, we've got a moisturizing style cream that you apply for your twist, your braids, your twist outs. I use it even on my wash, uh, wash and goes and the moisture stays in uh, for, for days. So that's where we started. We'll add two more or three more products by the end of the year. Uh, but it's the Confidence Girls Natural Hair product line. I love it. And I will definitely be checking that out for both of my daughters. Because um, my 12-year-old loves to, she thinks she's a hairdresser. And, <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I may have to find her some things that she can actually use on her hair. So we're going to check that out. <laughs> um, so... First off, that is amazing. I I love, love that because I do think that we need these things. Like, I know when I first started my natural hair care journey, it was so hard for me to find things for my hair and then trying to keep my daughter's hair natural. I didn't want to put a lot of stuff in it. It, it has definitely been a journey <laughs> trying Absolutely. to figure out how to take care of our hair, how to take care of our myself, my sanity. It's, it's been a struggle. I promise. No. It's So today we are going to have a talk, right? So we're going to talk about um, pretty much how you and your daughter started this business um, and just how we as moms have this duty and we also have like this burning desire to help our children reach their full potential and like really make their dreams come true yeah absolutely um you know we we all do and i mean i, I tell moms all the time it may not be entrepreneurship for your child it may be you may be the soccer mom or you know, you may be the dance mom or, you know, whatever it is, we all have that burning desire that we want our children 
you know, to have it better than we did. We want them to live out their full potential, follow their dreams, you know, and it was really just that desire when Gabby started daily insisting that we create a barrette that wouldn't slip out of her hair because she was tired of getting in trouble <laughs> about it. And she started asking me about it at five. Now, I, the, I know that there was divine intervention with that because that's just not very normal. Right. But, you know, a lot of our kids are on us and they ask us about things. They, ha they have ideas all the time. I mean, sometimes it's crazy. But, you know, I really encourage parents to, you know, listen, you know, your child really might be on something. <laughs> yes. In my case, she wouldn't stop. So I decided to listen. And wow, you know, we're here today. But uh, this older woman told me this some years ago, and it stuck with me. She said that, you know, they're not far removed from heaven. Talking about children. And she basically mm. was saying they have this unadulterated childlike faith like you like I couldn't tell Gabrielle when she was asking me at five and we'd be going through a grocery store and she said mommy are my bowls going to be sold here like I couldn't even I, I I was just like what you know my <laughs> 30 plus year old mind is I got all this doubt I got all this failure I got all this fear I got all these things people told me I couldn't do but your child at that age like unadulterated like they believe they can do anything and sometimes we need to learn from them and be like man why is my faith so jacked up like why am I so down on myself why do I doubt my ability uh, so I was really able to just kind of live through her and what she thought was possible which was like wow <laughs> like she really believes that her like she can come up with an idea and it be sold in a store like I wasn't even thinking like that uh, at that age, and I, I definitely wasn't thinking that that at 30 or 40, because, you know, I had been rejected or I had lost a couple of times, and you know, I started thinking that I, I couldn't do anything. But I, like every other mom, wanted to prove and show her that nothing is impossible. And I didn't just want to say that. I know a lot of us tell our kids that, but I wanted to demonstrate it. I wanted her to tangibly see like, man, I came to my mama with a really wild idea. And she was determined to let me figure it out, walk it out, see how far it could go. And, you know, at, when we started, I honestly just thought it was a little science project. I thought that maybe, you know, my wildest imagination and dream would be that we come up with an idea we sell the idea to another existing company. Oh, wow. And I put some money aside for college. I mean, I, I have nobody in my business, in my family who owned a business, no entrepreneurs in our family. So I was raised to go to school, get a good job, <laughs> stay there for 30 years, get you a nice watch and get you a nice retirement. That's what I was taught. So I wasn't even thinking about creating my own business. And I spent the first two years of us developing this, trying to sell it. And I would have sold it if they said, yeah, but they told me no. <laughs> so oh my we ended goodness. Up having our own, you know, corporation and company. And now we're even, we've helped people start their own businesses uh, because they said no. I'm glad that big company said no, but that, that wasn't even what I was thinking. But, you know, it's that, that type of determination to really want to see your kids have a better life. 
that's what drives us. And um, once you've got that type of determination to help your child realize and see their dream, help will come. Help will, help will come to help you help them realize their dream. I so absolutely love that. And what you said about our children, like believing that they can do anything, I can tell you I have four kids. They go from 16 down to two. And my four-year-old and my 12-year-old, they are like, they can do anything in this world. And they're looking at me like, um, I mean, why can't you do it? And I'm like, um... <laughs> Hmm. Okay, I guess we can go ahead and give this a try. And they are just so fearless. And they're like, no, this is what I want to do. I want to try this. And I'm like, are you sure? And they're like, yes. And I'm thinking of all the things that could go wrong. And all they're thinking about is, okay, I just want to try it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love that. And I think that that's something as moms is it's what we are naturally built to do right to see things from our kids eyes and to know that they have something special inside of them and to nurture that even if it seems crazy to us we still nurture it because we're like well I mean maybe they're right and I'm wrong absolutely I, mean, I, I was just talking to somebody else about this it is about directing them you know there, there's a scripture that talks about how children are like arrows in in the hand of of a I guess and an, uh and I'm blanking on the name but whoever carries the bows and arrows <laughs> whatever that person mm -hmm. is that's what they are like and you are to shoot them as their parent in the direction they're supposed to go yeah so your our responsibility is to detect okay like what are they gifted at what what you know what what makes them alive what what are they passionate about so i could see at three years old gabby started dancing i could see that she was a leader at three so they would practice and then she would she was instructing them while practicing but she didn't know that she was supposed to turn it off at the main performance so she would be on the main <laughs> stage the little girls you know just off beat off step doing whatever they want to do and gabby would point to him and be like you're supposed to be right here like oh, right gosh. here <laughs> everybody was cracking up except the mom of the girl who was all beat <laughs> i was cracking up but i had to see you know gabrielle you can't do that on you can't do that at the performance like you do it at that practice but you can't do that at the performance she didn't know no better but she wanted stuff to be right she was ready to direct and she was ready to lead and so i was like okay yeah she's she's got some leadership qualities now if mm -hmm. you catch it you'll call her bossy and i did that one day at work and an older woman pulled me to the side jacked me up so quick and i'm so glad she did she said don't you call her bossy that has a negative connotation and she's gonna remember that because other people are gonna call her bossy and it'll probably be men and mm. people will look down and she'll she'll keep that as a negative connotation just say she's got leadership skills don't call her bossy because people take that the wrong way. So I, I quickly corrected myself. I said, you know, thank you. Yes, ma'am. You know, you older than me. You got daughters older than me. I listen. Uh, but I saw that early. I saw that type of ability. She'd have play dates with cousins. And then, you know, I'd go in the room afterwards. And she had written down 
10 rules for the day, what they were going to do. <laughs> I mean, she was just, she was just laying down the law all the time. My son, I have a nine-year-old son. Uh, we saw very early that he was very talented and had an ear for drawing, you know, so we've been putting him in art classes, directing him the way he should go. Uh, I, you know, while we've been quarantined and, and homes, I don't even want to call it homeschooling because I only I, I ain't doing homeschooling, no justice, whatever it was, they was at home and they had to get their school assignments done. <laughs> I'm not a homeschool mom. Uh, but I could tell that he, well, I put him in a free coding class and man, he's, he's so excited about it. So now I'm like, okay, I got to find other coding classes for him. So I'm, he's very creative. He's very artistic. Uh, he you know, loves to just create stuff, make videos. Um, my husband's a stand-up comedian, so I knew a lot of that was already in him. He's hilarious. You know, so I got to direct him to ta that type of stuff. I'm mm -hmm. not trying to make him Gabby. I'm not trying to make him the next whatever. He is his own person, and I need to direct him the way he needs to go. And that's, mm -hmm. what, that's what moms do. We direct our kids yes. the way they need to go. Yes, yes. And you said something that really stuck with me that I had to adjust to as well. So calling my girl like bossy or um, I, my two-year-old, I say she's mean all the time and people are like, she is not mean. She just knows what she wants. And I'm like, okay, but y'all don't have to live with her. But all right, we'll, we'll go with that. Go with that. I'm serious. An older woman, I'm not taking credit for an older woman put me to the side. And she was like, yeah, because I mean, I, I've been called bossy. I've been called controlling. You know what I'm saying? In the workplace. Mm -hmm. I don't want her to be thinking like that. I don't want her to think like that's negative or she's out of her place as a woman. And I don't want anything I've said to contribute to how she sees herself. So when somebody yes. calls her bossy and when somebody calls her controlling or a witch or whatever, because she's a leader, she's gonna remember, nah, my mama called me a leader. She didn't yes. call me bossy. Yes. So I gotta yes. fill her tank. So when people try to come and knock her cup of water down and water slips out, she's got so much love and so much affirmation and I feel in her. If somebody, you know, knocks her down and some of the water slips out, she just got so much more because I've been filling her tank her whole life. Yes, I love that. And I think for a lot of us, um, especially when we have girls, it's like we'll see these characteristics and we'll, we'll automatically label them as something that is going to eventually be negative. And we're not thinking that at first. We're just like, oh, she's bossy. Oh, she has a lot of mouth. And for me, it took me for going into leadership and really understanding that women, our voices are always constantly trying to be silenced. For me to really embrace my my oldest daughter's voice, because she's very voiceful. Like she says what comes to her mind. She doesn't really hold back. She's just like, listen, I have to say what I need to say. And at first I used to be like, you can't say certain things. And now <laughs> I'm like, I mean, that's as she said what she she needed to say as long as she yeah. is not out here being disrespectful I'm like look she said what she said I don't I can't I, I embrace it I need her to use her voice because I don't ever want her to lose it or feel like she can't speak up for herself or feel like she can allow other people to speak for her I'm like no you use it girl yes 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 
So what do you think, um, or what do you find being the most difficult challenge for you as a mom of, you have two kids? Yes, two kids. So Gabby's 13. The mom 13. of two, um, one who is in business with you, <laughs> and yeah. another one who has a lot of creativity inside of him. What do you find to be the most challenging thing for you managing all of this? Like running the business, take, making yourself a priority, as well as still nurturing them. Uh, I think that the biggest challenge... And I, I, I the, the, the biggest thing I struggle with is putting me in the mix. Now, mm. I was doing a better job of that pre-quarantine. But, you know, everything's just so mixed up right now. Um, yes. So what, what I have doing, and I, I've, I've, I'm back on it. Uh, and a lot of people be like, okay, that's not really self-care, Roz. But I, I heard Michelle Obama say, our forever first lady say one day the one of the only things that you can really do for yourself like truly for yourself is to be physically active and I was like really <laughs> like for real yeah that's that's but, my take mm-hmm. and so but as I put that into practice and I slipped off a little bit with quarantine because, you know, I'm the type of person, I'm not self-motivated. So like, I'm not going to get up and run and put on a video and do like, I need somebody yelling at me. I got to go early in the morning. I need peer pressure. I need people to be like, what was you yesterday? <laughs> like, I know the type of exercise I am. All right. Everybody's not like that, but I know myself. So, you know, when the quarantine hit and my gym was closed, I just really slacked off but you know you know now I'm back everybody's in mask in the gym so I, you know I feel comfortable being there but you know I put myself first first thing in the morning like 5 30 I'm in I'm in the gym and when I don't do it I feel like I've robbed myself of at least an hour of energy that day mm-hmm. going to the gym adds an hour of energy to my to my day like I I can tell when I don't go have less energy for everybody including myself so putting myself first early in the morning before anybody wakes up helps me say okay this this was my time uh because man as soon as everybody gets up everybody wants something and i'm not just talking about my kids i'm talking about my husband too <laughs> listen so, i understand yeah so and i managed his career as well so I mean, we were basically running two businesses and i have a full-time job so, oh I mean, my we goodness! Didn't, we didn't talk about that. Oh. Uh, so I, I, I putting myself in the mix helps. Now I was being very consistent. I had it on my calendar. I was going to get massages uh, and having spa days. Of course, you know that now shut down. I had. I'm not. I don't feel that comfortable for somebody to be in my face. Yeah. Uh, with with COVID and the Rona going on, so <laughs> I do need to figure out something else in its place because I am feeling like. Yeah, I'm neglecting myself. Cause I, so I had, you know, worked myself up. So okay, I'm, I'm working out. I'm doing that physical activity, putting myself first, first thing in the morning. Every quarter, I'm having a spa day just to myself, taking some time. Um, so I, I got to figure out how to, in the present time that we're in, how do I adjust and still have that time for myself with, you know, kids and 
virtual school and virtual camp and we all sitting at the same desk and I'm taking zoom <laughs> calls and we trying to do all this type stuff. So that, that's, that's my current challenge. How do I get myself back in the mix? Uh, particularly with what's going on with the pandemic. Oh my goodness. First off, um, the whole exercise thing, I'm, I understand because everybody knows I'm not a very active person. And so I called myself like working out because I was like, I want more energy and I want to, you know, be refreshed. And I was like, yep, no, this is, this is not my way of refreshing. I'll just go <laughs> eat. <laughs> food made me a little bit happier than walking and like I'm gonna have to figure this out just not right now so, <laughs> I, all of us got some food that makes us happier than walking now I tell you that now yeah, I, yes. love, I like that white stuff that's sugar <laughs> Sugar's oh my goodness food. yes listen oh. okay mm -hmm. we're gonna get better though we're gonna get together we're gonna, we gonna make it work we're gonna get it together I know <laughs> you touched on something else. This whole pandemic, I think it has caused all of us moms to kind of like sit here like, do we all just want to take a trip to Jamaica and stay for like yeah. six months? Because I'm telling you, okay, I have had to work my full-time job and navigate this whole thing with children and trying to make sure the sixth grader actually passed sixth grade. I'm like, um, yeah, <laughs> that's real. I don't know. We might be in sixth grade again because the way it's looking, child. Oh my goodness, we Girl. had to get it together. <laughs> but that was definitely a challenge for me. Was trying to figure out how to fit myself, my my sanity into helping her helping my 16 year old and then the toddlers because they can't go anywhere. So there's no weekend trips to jump zone so they can jump all their energy out. Like yeah. we're in this house. Yeah. All uh. the time. <laughs> so I started taking drives. Like I will take a yeah. drive, a, a long, good. long drive. And my daughter's like, can I come? No, this is not nah. your time. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's no, what I was no. doing on walks. That's what I was going on walk. My husband was like, you don't want to take the kids with you on the walk? Nope. This is my this is my time. Yes. You have we had walk. to figure out new ways to just take a minute to breathe because it is overwhelming. And I know school is about to start back up. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, you know. I do not want to be a homeschool. I'm that's not my lane. I done told everybody I am. I, no, no, <laughs> not my thing. Um, she probably really would not make it through seventh grade because I know what I know. I don't know what seventh graders need to know. Oh my God, especially their math. I don't <laughs> even know what that math is. Like it's a new math. It's not even the math we was doing. Listen, when she, I think fifth grade, she brought me some work and I'm trying to help her. And she's like, that's not how we did it in school. And I'm like, uh -oh. oh, well. Girl. Looking it up on Google, that's what we're about to do. Exactly. She's like, we have to show the work. Well, Google didn't show me how we got the answer. It just showed me. <laughs> <laughs> it just showed the answer. So, <laughs> real. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That is not my lane. So, I definitely understood you when you said that. 
No. So I think that um, for a lot of us, we have to figure out a new way to take time for ourselves so we can maintain our productivity and continue to nurture our kids because I know for me when I get too overwhelmed and I'm like hitting that point of like my stress max I start to shut down and I'm no good to anybody at all right exactly it's an adjustment it, it really is. And I was so hoping that this would not still be my new life. But I'm like, okay, we're going to have to, we're going to work this out. Because my four-year-old, he is like trying to get the Chuck E. Cheese so bad. And I'm like, sir, we will never go back to Chuck E. Cheese. That is, <laughs> that is over. Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> Chuck e. Cheese is COVID. Like, oh all those balls and all that. <laughs> It's just certain places that I'm like, man, I don't know what they'd have to do to get me to come back in there. Like, ooh, we hated it before. Now I'm just like, really? it's the plague over there. We will n- not ever. <laughs> and then dad's like, I mean, it's not that bad. I'm like, sir, okay, see, no. Like, we're going to figure out how to make fun. So we've been going on, like, walks. So we'll go on a walk with the kids, and then I'll go for a drive by myself. Um, My four-year-old, he tries to help do dishes. That's, like, his his helpful thing. It's not that great, but we, you know, uh, we've been doing things like that. And it helps me to kind of prevent overwhelm. So I definitely have incorporated the children doing a little bit more in the house. Like I make the toddlers clean up after themselves. Um, And all of these things have been helping me to keep that stress level a little bit lower because I can only imagine you know, what some moms are going through. And I'm like, okay, this is not that bad. So I'm gonna, we're going to make this work. And I'm going to keep giving tips and, and hoping that moms are listening to the show that, so that they can hear you guys share what you're doing and kind of take these tips and implement them into their lives so that they can make things a little bit easier for themselves too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what I want people to hear, particularly uh, as it relates to Gabby and even with my son, when you're helping them pursue their dreams, you are helping them pursue their dreams. You're not doing their dream for them because mm. yes. you got enough on your plate already. So we launched the business when Gabby was seven. Gabby was helping with sales taxes. Like we, oh. this is not no, I ain't bringing on no other job for myself. I already had had a job. I'm going to try and create another job. I'm coaching and leading her at the age appropriate level that she's taking on more and more of the business. That yes. is how this is structured. She says she wants to be a CEO. And I said, okay, you know what that means, right? <laughs> you know how everything works. You need to be the spokesperson. When we had a vendor show, you're the one stopping strangers and asking them to buy. You're the one that's speaking. You're the one that's doing the lives on Facebook. You're doing the streams. You're on Periscope. You're the voice. You're the face. That's what that means. You sure you want to do that? Yes, ma'am. All right. So I'm just coaching. I ain't starting no other business. So, you know, if your child has a dream about dance or art or soccer or whatever else, if they're not putting in the effort, you might need to back up because that may not be where they're supposed to be. That may not be where you're supposed to be shooting the arrow. A whole word. Yeah, because you don't. You don't. You gotta. You gotta manage your time and your sanity too. Uh, so yes. 
the older they get, the more responsibility they take on. And, you know, I was, you know, my, my son was very excited about art. And then it just like switched over to something else. And I said, okay, well, no, I'm not going to keep pushing him and spending money to put him in classes if he's not interested in that no more. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be beating my head against a brick wall. All right, so what you interested in now? All right, so let's see. But you got to put the effort in too. Because uh, I think a lot of times moms feel like, I got to make this dream come true for your child. No, you do not. That's your child's dream. You can help coach them and push them there and shoot them there and support them and put them in the classes or take them because they can't drive. You got to take them to the classes. You got you to take them to the game, you know, that type thing. But if they're not putting forth no effort, you need to back away because you just, you know, you're running yourself ragged. Oh my goodness, you, I'm so, see, I'm, this is why I love meeting other people that think like me, it makes me (laughs) happy, because I am that parent, and people are like, well, no, I'm like, listen, these are their dreams, I will support them as long as they are supporting themselves, but trust me, when it becomes me doing more than them, now, backing up, (laughs) My I daughter. can't even tell you how many times I didn't told Gabrielle. I'm like, look, you you want to do this, right? You want yes. you because I'm like, I would drop this thing so fast. Oh my, see, you, we listen. Are you still want to do this, right? Here. Oh, you don't want to do this? Oh, you don't want to do this? Oh man, listen. <laughs> so she me. knows I will I will drop it, and I'll be like, she just lost interest, and we sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know, she's maintained her interest in it in six years. That's good, but there's been other stuff she's been interested in and wasn't interested no more. I'm like, we dropped that. Exactly. Dance, and you know, she was dancing since she was three, and I think she wanted to do it just because she had been doing it. But when it required, you know, for what took what it took to get to the next level as far as getting on point and all mm-hmm. that I, said, I think you're not that serious you're not practicing like that like you you want you you are in love with the idea of being a dancer but oh you ain't goodness. you ain't in love with the work so we we drop dance like why why are we running ourselves ragged practicing three times a week you gifted but you're not committed and we drop stuff that you just could, which you're not committed to. You can be Amen. gifted, but if you're not committed, we dropping it because it's causing everybody stress. And man, as soon as we dropped it, it was like, oh, wow. Like we got back hours of our week. And, yes. you know, you can enjoy dance and not have to be a dancer. Like you can watch dances, you can dance at school, but we ain't got to be in a studio five times a week. Cause you're not that committed to dance so we're gonna drop dance oh my goodness see you are like my twin i'm so oh gosh listen because <laughs> my parents used to fuss at me they're like you just let the listen are y'all mm-hmm. about to be driving For six real? Or seven hours a week after y'all don't work i don't think y'all are we're not doing it. Like my son, he wanted to play lacrosse. We signed up for lacrosse. He didn't like, I'm like, we're quitting track. That was just, I'm like, first off, if you're not going to run, I can't sit here for four hours on Saturday morning. So no, 
I don't think you're that interested and it's over. I need you to put effort into something that you truly love. My daughter has wanted to start several businesses, but every time we attempt to get them started, it's like I'm in here making things. Like we were gonna do lip gloss. I was making the lip gloss. I'm like, wait a minute. Um, I didn't say I wanted to make lip gloss. What, what happened? Why are you on your phone and I'm making lip gloss? There's an issue. Yeah, that's a problem. Let's come back to this when you want to make the lip gloss yourself. <laughs> I truly understand that nurturing them, but not doing it for them because they have to, their dream has to really be their dream. It has to be something that truly motivates them to actually want to do it consistently because if it's not like you said it just creates more work for you and then you're tired you're stressed and you're not able to give what you need to yourself so ladies we want you to nurture their gifts but we do not want you out here doing what it is they need to be doing themselves it's a it's a line and you got to draw that line set that boundary real quick yes ma'am Oh, this was a good conversation. I think we needed to talk about this. Um, I do want you to leave us with some words of wisdom, encouragement, or your favorite quote, something that can help the moms that are going to listen to this show um, and feel super motivated. And we want to keep that motivation going once they're done listening. I really want to encourage moms who are listening whether it's a dream that they have or a dream they want to even pursue with their children but I don't want them to be immobilized by fear not not knowing what the next steps will be uh, I really just want them to take a step move in the direction not be paralyzed by not knowing yes i think a lot of moms just just get stuck yes they get yes. stuck um just trying to figure out okay if i do that though what'll be next like yeah you you won't have a blueprint like that's that's not faith that's not how this works you know so you know you may have a dream of a business you may have a dream of writing a book you may have a dream of changing careers you may have a dream of some side hustle you may have a dream that you had since you was a little girl and you think it's too late like take one step toward it like research it get around other people who are doing it like just don't let your dreams die just because i'm a mom and it's all about my kids right now or yes. i'm a mom and it's just over for me like yes. no like don't 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 let things die because you can't figure out what step number two is like jump on step number one do something because there's a there's a sense of fulfillment that you'll receive because you have purpose you know even outside of your children even outside of your obligations you know make sure you're in line with that and that'll bring a sense of fulfillment uh, just if you're just taking some type of step toward it, you know, and, and give yourself grace, give, be patient with yourself, 
but I, I guarantee that you will feel a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction if you move toward the thing that's in your heart to do that you've been dreaming about. And I just encourage you to just take that first step. I absolutely agree 110%. That's what the unapologetic mom is all about, is really pushing moms to understand that your life, because I know so many people say this, I've heard, I heard it, I, oh my goodness, so many times when people say, oh, you're having a baby, your life is over. No, it is not. And I hate when people say it, it like, it makes my skin crawl. Your life begins and you have all the opportunity and all the support you need. You just have to go out there and get it, look for it, find it, and work towards your dreams. Because your children watching you do things that make you happy will help them do things that make them happy. So I really do appreciate you for being on the show. Thank you for taking time out of your day to talk to us. Um, how can we find you on social media? How can we order some bowls and some hair cream? Us, connect with us, purchase from us at gabbybows.com. That's G-A-B-B-Y-B-O-W-S.com. You can connect with us on all social media channels as well at gabbybows. That's G-A-B-B-Y-B-O-W-S. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. Uh, so, but our website is the best way to connect with us in any way. You can connect with our social media channels through the website. You can connect with us, email us through the website. Uh, you can find our products on the website as well. All right, y'all go check out the website. Make sure you grab some products. I'll definitely be getting some for my girls. Definitely some little bows because that two-year-old, me and that hair. <laughs> Ooh, child. Mm. But thank you again. And y'all know, um, make sure you are following the Unapologetic Mom podcast on Facebook so you can become a part of our conversation. You can ask questions. You can drop your comments and let us know how you like the podcast. Um, follow me on Instagram. And y'all know I hate Twitter, but I use it sometimes at Coach Giovanna. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Twitter, it, it stresses me. <laughs> really does <laughs> and I think that's it for this episode thank you so much Rosalind this was amazing and everybody just keep taking care of yourself keep doing whatever it is you're doing make sure you're taking time out for yourself everybody is working on a new normal so don't feel bad don't let things stress you if you need help ask and that's it for this episode of the unapologetic mom absolutely thank you so much for having me. This was fun. <laughs>